0: Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the new media show. Of course, my name is Todd Cockburn. I'm joined by my co-host, Mr. Rob Greenley. Good morning, Rob. How are
1: you? Good morning, Todd. Good morning, everybody that's uh, that's listening to us. I know if you're on the East Coast, this is around lunchtime, but for all of us on the uh, the other end, um, it's it's morning. But mm-hmm. it's just our normal time. We're back to our normal time here, Todd. Yes,
0: and it's barely time for breakfast here so
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're, you're still just waking up right? yes. yeah
0: this morning was a little rough too we had a little bit of a how should we say vivations last night with some friends and uh <laughs> yeah uh morning comes short this morning but anyway good morning everyone welcome to the show another week in podcasting has elapsed and uh you know i it just seems rob that uh the uh, the money, well, well, some money came in the space last year that was just reported this week, but yeah. some Chinese company that I've never heard of, to be honest with you, got uh, sixteen million dollars. So I was just like, who, <laughs> who is this? And they do some sort of uh, audio indexing, I guess.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's really interesting why all of a sudden we're seeing um, all this. Uh, venture capital investment in the space right now, Um, I wouldn't have logically thought that necessarily that we would see that right now. So, um, I mean, I guess in some ways the venture capitalists follow, um, what, what they see as trends and, and growth. Uh, I know venture capitalists love growth. Um, that's, that's what, that's basically what they're transacting is, uh, is buying into growth patterns. I'm um, just not sure that I necessarily see the the, the massive growth that uh, the typical VC would look for in this space. I don't know, Todd. Does that yeah, has that crossed your mind at all?
0: Well, you know, there's two types of venture capitalists. There's those that get in early on a hedge that uh, something's yeah. going to you know do a five to ten return or more. And they're going to have an IPO and they're, you know, they're going to get a huge return. And then there's the second stage investors that come in yeah. with uh, companies that are, you know, 1.5 to $5 million in gross annual revenue. And, uh, then they, uh, you know, they come in and see that okay, you've established a business, you're, you're now, uh, well, on your way. So, I think we've had what appears to me is a little mix of that. I think we've had some early stuff and some, you know, some mid investments.
1: Mid stuff, yeah.
0: And the mid stuff is uh not as onerous on terms typically. Usually, you're actually mm-hmm. truly getting a partner and resources mm-hmm. and um, connections. Well, you do that in any any time a VC invests in you, but. You know, there's different expectations set to both investment rounds. So um, they all want to make money for sure, but uh, a little more pressure in round one versus round two.
1: Yeah. Well, I think I mean if you're, I mean if you're coming in looking to invest in a company that's already got four to five million in revenue, um, they probably should be somewhat you know, maybe close to profitable by then? I don't know. I mean, it just, and do you really need that kind kind of investment? And I guess, well, I it, guess it depends on what your goals are. I it, mean, it depends on what your goals are, what you're trying to accomplish, I guess. If if you're self-funded
0: like a company like mine, you don't get to four to five million dollars worth of revenue without um, being profitable.
1: <laughs> you exactly. don't, that you don't, is true. You don't No, make, I mean, that's the question, right? Yeah, you don't make it that far, you know? So, uh... I mean... <laughs> I mean, this whole (laughs) mid um, midpoint investment that we're seeing right now. I just wonder if you know if why these companies actually need that. Is it is it because they want to grow bigger faster? If they Mm -hmm. have more money, they can hire more and and they can spend more money. Is that the goal here, or is it to actually build a sustainable business? Because oftentimes, big investment like this can. Take a company off in an unhealthy direction. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and to be
0: honest, yeah. if, if somebody was to come to me and say, here, you know, here, we'd like to put some money in your company, um, you know, I'd have to, you know, I've got a plan on what I would do with that cash, but I would, uh, you know, there'd have to be some very serious planning because, you know, if, if someone comes in and, and drops $2 million in your bank account, you know you can burn that up in a hurry so you have to spend it very very wisely and get the maximum return you can and uh, that type of a check being written is can make people stupid if they don't if they're not careful and then again you know yeah. if you've already been doing it on your own and you're already profitable and you really yeah maybe you can do stuff faster um you have to be real well, that careful. That may,
1: may or may not be the case. That may or may not be the case. I know SoundCloud is a, a little bit of an example of this. I think um, they oh, well, they just burn, burn, burn. <laughs> well, it's because they they got a bunch of money and they felt like you know we can we can live high on the hog. Yeah, we can do all sorts of stuff. You know, and they were playing that that Hollywood game and trying to attract all of the uh, the artists and the influencers and all this stuff. And that's an expensive game. Yeah, you know. Yeah. And they got themselves into a pickle because they got expensive offices and they got expensive uh, stuff. You know, I think that the companies that are successful these days are virtual companies, ones that are able to leverage the best talent um, across the globe um, and keep their costs down. Well, for, not have offices.
0: Well, this is my office.
1: <laughs> Literally, yeah, exactly. same with me.
0: This, this is my, is my this office is too. Right here is where I where I work. <laughs> You know,
1: and if you look at uh, yeah, even Lipson or whatever. I mean, they're sure that they have an office back in Pittsburgh, but uh, a lot of their staff is dispersed. Um, it's it's not like what typically is done, um, and those are the companies that are that are more successful, I think. Yeah. Um, Hi, but- Eileen,
0: in the chat room.
1: Thomas, welcome.
0: Yeah, you know, it's it's it is an interesting dynamic because. Just like when we went shopping for money and when we were first starting, you know, everyone told us you got to move to Silicon Valley, you got to step shop here, you got to open office, you know? Yeah. Uh, they, you and that could be bad for your business. Yeah. And that was the last thing I wanted to do. I didn't want to move to Silicon Valley. You know? Yeah. We'd been gone a long time ago. We, we wouldn't have survived. Not under that kind of pressure. Yep. We've talked about that many times, so. You know, I was uh, on the phone yesterday with uh um someone that we're recruiting, I guess, for a better word, or have interest in and you know we're talking about the company and where we're at and what we're doing and and um uh, you know, how the business is shaping up and where we project to go and you know, that you know, the dance you're doing when you're you're kinda looking for someone that maybe a little more high profile. And um you know, it's it's always an interesting to have a conversation with someone on that that really is not 100% attuned to, you know, where where you're at as a company and, and dollar-wise. So um, for me, I think we're starting to see, well, at least us, as we're starting to look for candidates for different positions, I can be a lot more picky now um, and get who exactly I want, too. So, you know, I think... Mm-hmm and I don't have to worry about where they're at because we've built the company virtually to begin with anyway. Even though we've got an office in Columbus, I don't have to have that person in Columbus.
1: Yeah, I mean, the, these days, if you have a fast internet connection, you pretty much work anywhere. Yeah. Um, there's really no reason why. it's there's You're limited based on where you can get really fast internet, though. <laughs> and,
0: and some people, though, are more but attuned to it. being able to work from home than others. There are some folks that, you know they just can't they, do it yeah it's too much of a distraction and it's better to be in a you know be in the in the office setting you know, I, I like it both ways I like to be able to be in the office and mm-hmm. get that you know instant interaction and then I also like working independently too
1: yeah I mean, I've I've done both for significant chunks of time you know being in a big office at a big corporation to working from home, you yeah, know, I've I've done done both. I'd say half of my career has been working in the office, and half of it's been working from home. So it's, I mean, it is two different things. I find that I can concentrate a lot more working from home um, than I can in the office because some sometimes the the office can be yeah. a huge distraction too. Yeah, because you, you get all those people around you that all want to you know, yeah. you know, um, stop by and. Uh, talk for five minutes and you're always, you know, yep. getting pulled away. Yep. So, so me, you
0: know, and, uh, and I can definitely get eight hours work done in about four hours at home versus you know, so yeah, exactly. Because you, you you write your head down and you're cranking it out. So,
1: But, uh, but if you're working in, in a home environment that has, you know, multiple children and your uh, wife is there. Yeah. And, and there's and you're working in kind of a common area of the yep. house. Yeah, um, that can be a, a, yep. a problem. Yeah, um, that's why you kind of have to isolate yourself.
0: I've got college students, anyway. and then they usually don't want to talk to me anyway. So that's you know <laughs>
1: to talk to the old guy, right? Yeah, they you know they,
0: <laughs> you, you, you you go to the room and say hello, and they barely lift their head to acknowledge you. You know, let alone <laughs> wanting to have a conversation, and, and they usually grunt instead of answering yes or no, or, you know, it's, yeah.
1: Yeah. So, <laughs> that's just that generation overall, Todd. Right. It's okay. No, it's, it's, yeah, I what,
0: see it too. Rob, come on, that's the way we were. Come on. Parents come in, you it's roll right. your eyes like, oh, my God, please leave um, me alone, yeah. right? Yeah, Let exactly. me listen to my music yeah. or talk to my friends. Of course, in that days, so we had the phone cord stretched around the corner in the room, and they came looking for the phone, you know? yeah
1: yeah it was the battle over the phone right yeah Yeah.
0: none of that anymore but so anyway enough on just chitter you know this general chitter chatter but I, i i guess going back to the you know to the money thing it's uh yeah i'm excited to see the money but as we said on the last show those shows are now tick tock tick tock you're under the clock you know so they uh we have to make some stuff happen and you know, really thirty six months from now we will know <laughs> if they were successful or not. Because typically that's the uh you know, that's the that's the fuse has been lit. It's on a thirty six month timer.
1: And I'm honestly I just don't think that the the space is going to be that much different in thirty six months. I think it's I mean, we're on this growth trajectory that's like steady and regular yeah. and plodding. It's not it's not like this fast fast growth that I think everybody's counting on. I think,
0: you know, I think um, there's different types of growth though. There's content growth. It's pretty, yeah. you know, I, I think oh,
1: there's Oh, well a, that's fast right I mean, yeah, now. Yeah,
0: it's fast. Um
1: yeah. but is but it feels like there's kind of somewhat of a maybe a limit to that? I don't know. I don't I, it, I, it was part I'm of still the, trying to figure that out.
0: Yeah, it was part of the discussion yeah. I was having yesterday with someone. I'm like you know, uh, I'm you know, I'm looking at you know, you look at what Kimlet and Panaply and Wondery and all those folks are doing, and you say, Okay, what capacity do they have to crank out hundred thousand listener shows? You know, what capacity do they have? How how many more can they add? And uh yeah, I think they can add some. Um but you know the mainstay content of the independent contesters is going to continue to rule but you know i'm looking at it from a you know where's the money where's the where's the ad dollars going to be spent and i don't want to get into an ad discussion but you know you're trying to think yeah. are they going to be able to stay ahead of the ad growth I, I and if they do will less money roll down into the you know to the independent tier um yeah. it's a good question. So I, I think it's something worth watching. Um but you know, everything I keep seeing shows more and more and more and more money coming into the space. As far as ever, Well that goes. and I
1: I mean I, if I was putting on my V C hat and, and also looking at all the companies that are getting multi millions of dollars of investment, um it does kind of make you wonder whether or not the game that the VCs typically look at is, is a game of somewhat of scarcity, right? So what I mean by that is, is that, and Todd, I think we've mentioned this a little bit on the show, is that the companies that are getting a lot of investment are either on the platform side or on the content side, and and but that's not surprising. That's where that that's where this game is being played, but it does kind of make you think that um, that the big are going to get bigger, right? And, and that's what all these investors are counting on is that the, the, the content that's big today will continue to get bigger in the future. And, but my, my comment or my th- worry on this is, is, um, is that really true? I mean, is, are, are the big going to continue to get bigger at a faster rate? Cause there's a lot of, like you said earlier, Todd, there's a lot of pressure on these companies, to grow big and wide fast with, you know, with those type of, you know, investment numbers. Um, and I just don't know if, if there's enough capacity out there of listeners yet to support a fast growth of a lot of really big shows. You know, if you look at the 80, 20 rule, right, which typically falls into place on a regular basis. But I think in this medium, it's like 95 or Five to ninety-five. Right. percent of the market is actually at the scale that that, that I think these VCs want to play in. I, I would even I think that's the scale. I yeah. would
0: even think ninety-seven-three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So for sure.
1: Yeah. yeah. If you look at the full, I mean, scale. is there enough room here, or can we grow the number of shows that are getting a hundred thousand listens um, in in the future? Well. I, I guess that you alluded that to it. On you, audience, audience.
0: Yeah, you alluded to it. The audiences can't be two hundred fifty thousand. The audiences need to be a million five. That's yeah. what you know. You need to grow it there and sideways. So, um, yeah. I, I I don't know. I'm we'll see. You know. More
1: of- I mean, more of the million fives than more of the right. thousands, right?
0: Because, you know... That's
1: the game that these PCs are playing. Yeah. I,
0: you know, I I'm I look at the biggest, biggest shows and look at their numbers and, you know, some of them do top out. And, you know, they, they've got fantastic numbers, but I don't think we've got a million... I don't think there's... If there is, I don't know about it. I don't think there's a million... Well, you know the one-off serials. Let's not count them, but I don't think there is a consistent, you know. Let's let's not even take it to a million. Let's take it to six hundred thousand. I don't think there is a very. If there is, it's a small, small handful of shows that are doing six hundred thousand to seven hundred and fifty thousand listeners per episode. I don't think there's any million listener shows. I don't think there is.
1: Yeah, I think we've had a couple that have bursted to that level. Bursted. Little, but then they've they've, right. they've gone back down again. Right. Yeah.
0: yeah, they maybe they burst to that and then but there's nothing that's consistent that's a weekly show or you know, twice weekly show that's hitting those type of numbers. So I mean that's the you know, that's where they have to go. And uh, you know, you start talking those kinds of oh, man, you, you get a million there could be some very rich podcasters. You hit a million listeners. That that that's some especially in the the model that we have today um where there are very few middlemen. That that's some serious real cash for a content creator. I mean that's like that's like whoa money. Yeah. You know? yeah. Yeah,
1: sure. No, it can be and I think that that's that that's another thing that's driving this, is, is that if you can get a show that big, the question I keep asking is that I don't see an effort on the part of this medium to drive audience growth uh, more broadly. And actually, this topic came up a little bit this week. Um, yeah. I got, a, I got an email from… Um, um, from Seth. From Seth uh, asking us to contribute our thoughts on um, the problem of uh, podcast discovery. Yeah, there's such a big problem with podcast discovery. So all right, now so, I, I, you are, know, Todd, you're
0: being yeah. did your eyeballs roll? I didn't hear quite enough s- s- uh, <laughs> sarcasm there.
1: No, I didn't. I was being nice about it because you know Seth's a good guy and everything, and it's not his fault. I think it's a good it's a good question again to ask, right? Because there's a lot of people that think that there's a discovery problem in podcasting. Um, I think it's the wrong question to ask, actually. <laughs> it's not. The, I think it's. That comes from, and Todd Weepel said it, that comes from an individual show host or a bunch of shows that have said, I'm not growing as fast as I want to grow. So there must be a discovery pr- problem.
0: Well, right. you know.
1: Do you. Do you agree with
0: that? You already know my answer. Yes, of course. <laughs> well, I, <will.
1: laughs> I want to complete the thought here, but you know, um,
0: it's well, in it goes deeper too because you have, um, yeah, yeah, it, it's you can't. And boy, I tell you, I, 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 I get hated on a lot by this, but. You can't just have a podcast. You, there, there has to yeah. be more. You have to do more. Yeah, yeah. you know, and, and, no, and I see what you're saying. The, and there's about yeah. ten things. You know, there's it, it. Really, it it there's there's a bunch of stuff you've got to do.
1: Todd, a, a clear analogy here is a symphony, right? Yep. Symphony is a a bunch of um, instruments, right? that can mm-hmm. be used to create a beautiful thing, right? Yep, yep. Um, and and this concept of synergy has been around marketing for years and years. And it's a symphony of medium, right? to you set a goal and you have to create a symphony of different mediums to promote whatever brand or product that you're selling. And I think, this applies to podcasting as well. because um, there are people that like to watch things, mm-hmm. there are people that like to listen to things, and people like to read things. Oh, right? words right out of my mouth. Did I clone you? I, I yeah, <laughs> you, yeah, you've hammered this into my head for like the last 10 years, Todd. So, um, no, but I, I agree. I'm a marketing guy at my core. Um, so these are principles that I've lived by for years. I learned about it. I, I did, um, Marketing one hundred and one, which is you have to have a synergized strategy across uh, multi mediums if you want to achieve a brand success. So it's, just a, it's a core principle. So
0: what we need to do is, and I know not all podcasters are worried. Well, every podcaster is worried about their numbers, but let's just take a a step back. And the people that are let's use and don't I'm no bullets, please. The folks that are whining. <laughs> Whining, and I'm using the word whining uh, in the most visceral terms. Um, what are you doing? You know, what are you doing uh, now to build your show? You know, if you are complaining about your numbers, what are you doing? Are you, you know, that's the question. Are you just doing a show? And if you are, then you need to really look at the bigger spectrum of what you need to build you know I don't know i I'm really stuck on this presentation I gave at both the podcast movement and at um uh during international podcast day and it's there's a youtube video and i'll I'll put it in the show notes it's you know i I really have got this you know personally i I came up with my own formula and we've talked about it many times on this show, but it's um it's hard but it's a lot of work but it's a lot of fun and there's a lot of reward if you make it happen now you don't have to build 150 or 80 or 60,000 size audience to be successful in podcasting i think anyone that's reaching uh an audience bigger than their bosses are probably being very successful in podcasting but you know it also depends on what you want out of it you want the satisfaction of being able to share a story um make what's the goal yeah what's the goal yeah you know if your goal is to have a big show to have a big show you got to have a big plan and you know let's be honest i was just like everyone else i was in rob you know you've got a little edge on folks because you were in radio but you didn't start in radio you had to learn your chops it you know but i I go back to day one with me I, i worked on airplanes I was an electronics technician in the United States Navy. I had a blog, you know, yeah. and I went across the street to Walmart and picked up a headset, a little lab tech, plastic microphone, one of the worst microphones you could ever use in the whole planet, and recorded a show. I had no clue what that guy was doing. I played ACDC back in black as the opening, you know, three-minute uh, <laughs> uh, entree into the show. <laughs> you know, yeah, Yeah. No, yeah right.
1: Yeah, oh, let's, let's Bring some energy it. to the program. Yeah, Bob. let's let's get this kicked off
0: like the rock and roll show.
1: You know, it's like... You know. <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> hey, you know, back back when we started this, it it definitely helped to be a geek. And you were definitely a uh, definitely geek. It, it, this was a geeky game when this medium started. Yeah, but none you of us... You had to be fairly technical. You had to be fairly technical. None of us
0: could talk. I still can't talk with the mic. I still... Destroy, I get emails every show, you, you know, it's in, in the current, you know, as an example, the current theme, the current comment that's making rounds on my show is m- my pronunciation of a logarithm. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Todd, there's a few other words that have come up over the years. Yes,
0: of course, but that's the latest one, you know, that's the latest one they're having fun with, you know. <laughs> You know, I do I'm a, you know, let's let's be honest, Rob. You know, I was a country boy. I grew up in the country. You know, yeah. my dad yeah, had bulldozers, funny. backhoes, and cranes. My grandfather's a cash crop farmer. You know, I graduated high school at 110 pounds, and it wasn't because I didn't eat very much because I worked like a dog.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and had nothing.
0: You know, we had nothing. You know, we we worked. We you know, my mom had to work to put shoes on us. You know, so you know, I mean, there was nothing okay. special yeah. here, right?
1: Hey, as long as they're as long as they're talking about you, that's a good thing, Todd.
0: You know, but so what did <laughs> we all started? You know, most of us as podcasters started just because we were passionate about something, you know, and wanted to get it off yeah. our chest.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, no, we all crave crave attention, Todd. Let's be honest about it. Ah.
0: Uh, <laughs> You know, I don't think so. I think a lot of podcasts. Really? I, I don't think okay. so. I think a lot of podcasters um, do their shows. It's you know, when my when my dad died, my mom and I did a show together, and it wasn't long lived, <laughs> but we we did a show about uh, you know her. In, in my uh, morning and recovery and steps afterwards and, you know, who's going to mow the yard and, you know, where was the gas can put for the lawnmower, you know, all that stupid stuff that people go through when they lose a loved one. so it was, it was therapy, you know, so a yeah, lot of, a lot of people, true. a lot of people do shows for therapy. A lot of people do shows, you know, it's, it's the reasons are, Ooh, I don't care what the reason is. Yeah. You know? Well,
1: there's, I mean, Todd, I think you <laughs> tapped into a very, very interesting topic that i I reinforce um, out there as well is that uh, you need to do the show for you first, um, and and then evolve the show into something that's more maybe more appealing to your audience. Yes, yeah. but fundamentally, do the show that you, the host, want to do. Yeah, um, because that's the only way you're going to keep it up. You know,
0: it's like this. You know, this latest trip, I was uh, I missed three episodes of my regular show um i don't recommend you do that if you're new in podcasting if you are brand new you you can't miss a show that's just you know but at 13 years and by the way i'm past 13 years now um you you know to keep my sanity and to sometimes you get step away from the mic and not a long time but those three those that three episode break for me was you know, probably agonizing for some of the audience, but for me, it was a uh, battery recharge time. Yeah. And, uh, so, but you know, I do, I do a twice weekly show. I'm, you know, I'm bam, 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 bam. i mean in there twice a week. So, um, yeah, you know, it's, it's a big commit.
1: Yeah, it is. Well, and you do a lot of show prep for that show too. So,
0: well, I'm going to tell uh, you what it's, I, it's,
1: it's time consuming.
0: The guy that I've hired that, uh, Oh my God, it's a godsend, Kirk. He is my—he is the uh, uh, producer of Geek Central now. Uh, Man, uh, lifesaver. I mean, really, it's helping the show a lot. So you know, I'm—I'm now, you know, having help with show prep.
1: Well, that's good. Yeah, you know that I never did. I know you've got a lot on your plate, and you always have. Always. always I've always been really impressed by your—it's your. your ability to multitask well
0: you know saturation <laughs> is here right you know I'm sucking water down my nostrils yeah. right now um you know and it's, <laughs> yeah. you know and it, and it, so it's at some point i'm just gonna have to hire some more people you know and offload some of this you know crap that's you know and i shouldn't say crap but you know the grind stuff that that uh yeah you know that's the way it, it comes works, along right? with this. yeah yeah it's yeah. it is But, you know, I think every podcaster is going to have to, you know, I did my, I hear a lot of people got out of the gate that have producers that have them produce their show from the very beginning. If you can financially afford to do that, I, you know, congratulations. But I think there is a, well, let me back up. So what I was hesitant in doing in hiring someone to help me with show prep is I wanted to make sure that the show would not, lose my voice. I didn't want the show to become Kirk's voice. So yeah. when when I hired Kirk to do show prep um, and help find stuff for me, I, um, for about the first two or three months, I was going through and doing my own show prep right behind him. And I found that he was hitting about 90% of the stuff that I would have hit. And so, and then he was adding some stuff that I didn't want. So, between the two of us, over a period of a couple of months, he saw what I wasn't covering that he was recommending. And he saw what I wanted that he didn't pick. And slowly we have meshed to the point now where. When he does show prep, and I come in behind, and I still look i still spend uh thirty minutes going through the same stack he did uh, I, I I'm onesie twosies now, so we are really meshed up and If you can find a show producer or someone to help you with the show that allows you to 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 build that mesh so you don't lose your voice, um, I think that yeah. uh you 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 wrap your arms around that person you hold on tight you know you don't you don't let them go um and you pray they don't get tired and want to go you know so for me um you know it took me 13 years 12.9 years or so to make that jump but really what it was was life was uh and business and everything was you know impacting i felt the show prep and show quality so you know he's basically you know giving me an extra hour to get the show ready now
1: yeah that's great that's great to have that help
0: but but you know so if you can afford it as a podcaster to have some help great but i still think that there is a in the beginning i think everyone should have to do everything on their own i think that's part of a. it's part of this process of You know, learning the well, skill. You
1: yeah, yeah. You can't um, know how to improve unless you know every step in the process. Yeah, and and start wrapping your head around the uh, pain points, and then you can start really tweaking and improving. And that's why Todd, both you and I say this too: is that don't don't bank a bunch of episodes. Yeah. No. Um. Before is- you launch a show, get just create one episode. Do it. Learn from it. Do the second one. Learn from it. Don't, don't bank like five episodes. Because you lock yourself in. Because you're not going to learn anything. No. You're not going to learn anything. I,
0: I, I agree. And I know every guru says, launch your three programs or five or have ten yeah. in the... It drives me crazy. I'm not, absolutely yeah. not a proponent of that. And it's yeah. because, be honest with you, when I, when I started episode one, by so. the time I got to episode seven or eight, <laughs> the show changed. I made tweaks immediately, immediate yeah. tweaks.
1: Yep. Yeah. yeah, I I I did the same thing. I didn't bank a bunch of stuff. I've never done that actually in the all the years that I've been doing this. And now it's like so, a battle rhythm.
0: Now I know you know where you know, the sequence the audience knows the sequence if those that want to fast forward past the ad or they want to fast forward the personal stuff and get in the news or if they want to just only listen to the personal stuff and kick the news. I have people that listen the first 15 minutes of the show and that's it. They don't listen to the news. They just tune in for the 15 minutes of chatter at the beginning. So it's it's a weird <laughs> you know so it's, it's you're not like weird. You say, it, it is what is it there, is.
1: Tune in. Yeah it is. It's not weird. It's yeah. it's what that individual listener likes and they're going to come in and extract what they like I guess and they yeah. listen to a certain point. But I do want to talk a little bit about this. Uh, you know, I wanted to back up a little bit. Sure. I'm looking at a, the, the you know this article in Venture Beat uh, talking about the investment in uh, Castbox. Yeah. Are you familiar with that? Yep.
0: The Chinese company. Yep.
1: Yeah, and this this is a this is a common thread that's been around. Uh, you know, let me set the stage a little bit, and I think we've talked about it a little bit in the past. But by the, the way, show, they got the you, investment
0: you know, last year. This isn't a new investment.
1: A, yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It's, it, it, it's the same, same stuff. Sure. This whole concept of uh, audio search mm-hmm. uh, or search in audio uh, has been done before. Let's just set the stage. This is not something, if you've been around the space as long as I have, uh, even before the space, some of this stuff was attempted even before podcasting started. So this, some of this stuff is so old. Uh, in concept and, and I see it like every, you know, every eight years or so there's going to be, there's a rash of companies that try and uh, do the same thing. Uh, Maybe the, maybe the, maybe it's different today. And what I'm talking about is um, in content search. So in audio search. So um, this concept of um, having a, um, a, a um, kind of like a voice to text type of, Translation of all audio content and then using that as a basis to index the content, right, or to to enable segment listening. Um, this has been tried many times in the past. And honestly, the the listener base just doesn't care about this stuff. Right. Um, it's a cool thing. They're trying to solve this, um, this content discovery problem. Uh, they, they think that if they're going to, if they index every word that's spoken in every podcast and trans transcribe it into text and then make it a part of a server solution to get people to go in. Okay. So let's say a person with this show, uh, goes in and types, um, SoundCloud into yep. the new media show. Right. Sure. Uh, that will take them to every, every episode or every segment that we've ever used the term SoundCloud. And do my question is, do listeners care about doing something like that? The proof is over the the many years that this has been tried, there's been companies that have launched and failed, launched and failed. I've seen it happen repeatedly doing the exact same thing that these guys are doing. And, uh, it doesn't work because nobody likes to actually do it. Are they doing any research on what the users want? Or are they just doing something because they, they think it's cool and they've got the technology and they th- think this is going to be the <coughs> magic solution? Todd, I mean, what's your thought on this stuff?
0: Well, I was trying to find a website and it's, I, I, I've got it. So let's try something. So here's okay. my, <laughs> I, I think I would just be a broken record. Um, and yeah. on repeat so let's look at castbox in audio search on the website uh, oh guess what you can't do it unless you have their app
1: Of course <sighs> Todd we live in an app world oh,
0: okay um, are you all right all right strike one um, number two <laughs> let, let's take let's take a site that does have some search results, and uh, it's called fluid data. Never heard of them until we heard about CastBox. So let's yeah. search for the word new. Okay, well, let's search. we um, Podcast advertising. Let's do that. That's a word we use all the time in this show. Let's see what we find in their search results. Bloomberg markets, something with John, Governor John Cash uh return on investment podcast monetization uh podcast school podcasting okay nothing from us so let's try another one let's try a new media show new media because i feel like i'm searching for shows not content yeah all right so all right so we do find new media show we find uh talking about people talk on the round table People, me talking about the show, yeah. You know, a lot of our stuff is um, was talked about. So this might be a, a vanity thing. So let's let's search for Rob Greenley.
1: <laughs> yeah, there you go. So we'll search, search that, for Rob. Th- That may be the only uh, real use for this. Oh, for uh, sorry.
0: Searches. No, no results found for Rob Greenley. So <laughs> let's search for Todd Cochran. Cause this is what I'm gonna look. Who's talking about me? Oh, so there's a show I was interviewed on. A bunch of tech podcast stuff. Another show I was interviewed on. Um, hmm, what else? Let me go here.
1: So, yeah. Uh, what? Where's the value here? I don't.
0: All right. Don't so, really so let's look for something on SoundCloud. Let's look for. Um, What's something we can talk about on SoundCloud? Let's just do SoundCloud. Sorry, no results found for SoundCloud. And how many? Oh, my God. This, <laughs> this is supposed to have uh, collections about words that have been indexed in podcasts. And SoundCloud is. Okay, so let's, let's try. Of course, right. spelling is the issue. Let's try LibSyn. Nothing for yeah. Libsyn. Let's try blueberry. B L U B R Y. Nothing for blueberry. Let me. T- oh, let me try blueberry, the fruit. <laughs> oh, looky there. Um, uh, the benefits of a k berries. Uh, the beerist. Um, I don't think the beerist. Maybe the beerist was talking about blueberry beer or something. I, I don't know.
1: I suppose it's possible. So
0: you know, there's a few things here. Talk of the towns and people talking about. Well, there's
1: lots of, lots of places where they talk about blueberries on that one. Right.
0: And, uh, so yeah, I think that it would be cool. Let's, let's be frank. It'd be cool to be able to, to have a search engine that I would be able to search for my name or your name or, you know, our competitor's name or whatever, and look and see what every (coughs) podcaster is talking about us. Now, that's how I would use it. You know, that's it. It would be an yeah. in, intelligence collecting thing I, 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 or for research. So maybe, but I'm not going to use it for discovery of a new show, personally.
1: Yeah, so who, who's the audience for using this kind of tool? It's, it's never been one that everyday listeners to podcasts, because this is not what they're listening to podcasts for. no. They're listening because it's a personal connection with a show and a topic. That's right. And this is as impersonal as it gets. I've got my phone my like, mic here. It, it just doesn't. It doesn't work.
0: I was going to. Uh, yeah. And I can't get my phone far enough away to keep it from making a noise here. Oh. I wanted. Yeah. To, I wanted to download the Castbox app, and <clears throat> then. Uh, Search in it and see what it come up with if, it, if I can do that. So it'll load here over the next minute or so. But uh, yeah, in six they got sixteen million, Rob. Sixteen.
1: It's all going to be for. It's all wasted.
0: Of a, of a company that's uh, been re, been launched for a year that we've never heard about.
1: Yeah. Never yeah. heard about them. It's a skunk work project, Todd. You're but not supposed no, to know about it
0: No, 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 they've been public this is this is no, there's nothing new, <laughs> and yet they have right. a search engine for podcasters. Let me go to their blog you know, you know yeah, maybe they haven't been launched this long, but let me go back to seventeen. Yeah, they're 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 back in talking about this back in October of last year.
1: Oh, Todd, on this very same topic with Casbox here, it says uh, Casbox has taken so long to announce this raise suggests that it may be jumping in on the Me Too bandwagon, given all of the other recent funding announcements. But it insists that it has simply been too busy working on its product to focus on PR. Okay, first thing you do with with an
0: app is they ask when they ask you to log in, you can't even do anything without logging in.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Strike That's two.
0: Not- oh, log in later. It does allow me to log in later. All right. All right, let's, oh, discover. Okay, let me search. Oh. I, I don't. Oh, of course, what do they put in here? A lot of. Uh, let me go ahead and search my name and see what it finds. They say they have ninety-six percent accuracy.
1: But also, so this type of thing is not a business. Let me just let, let me just say this is a feature. Right, this it is, is a feature. A, business. This would go good it's a on feature. It's not a business.
0: Yeah. This would be a good feature uh, for the explorer explore page on blueberry.com.
1: Yeah. Or f- for Apple's <laughs> right. um, app or yeah. something like that. Right. Yeah. yeah. Apple, has uh, Apple doesn't even think it's important um, to do this kind of thing. And they've been involved in this space for a long time because people, people will type in a keyword. Let's say they're interested in golf, right? Yep. Okay. They will type in the word golf, and they will find all the podcasts that talk about golf. That's what listeners really want. That's right. all they want. Yeah. They don't want to do this other stuff. Just like you said, Todd, this is a solution searching for a market that, that really is like maybe 2% or 1% of the, of the, so of the listener base. I, I
0: will use this as an intelligence tool. Thank you, Cast, exactly. Castbox, for your sixteen million dollar yeah. investment in technology, so I can go and search for people that are talking about me and find out what they're saying or what they're saying about Blueberry or Raw Voice, or uh, and if I really want to get you know down the dirt, find out what people are saying negatively about us as well, you know. So yeah, you know,
1: so that's that's the real benefit of that, right? But is that worth a sixteen million dollar investment? Uh,
0: really and
1: if if I had this, I would charge for this
0: as an intelligence collection tool.
1: Tool, yes. And but the question gets gets really really back to is is are they going to see a return on that investment? Um, if they're thinking that these tools are for public usage and that it's going to be a separate app, um, nobody's going to download it.
0: Well, they definitely are not even. I'd never heard of Fluid Data. Never heard of them. I mean, yeah. it, it's it, and, and that was because someone said it in the Pod to Pod Slack channel. I am like, "Who are they?" And they said, "Oh, well, Fluid yeah. Data is better." And I went over there and looked, and again, and so it says, "Get." So here's here's the kicker: the these guys are smart at Fluid Data. If their search engine works, which uh, right now, based upon just a couple of, um. Uh, which, wait a minute, wait a minute, wrong box. Um, (laughs) You know, based upon just a few searches, it wasn't that impressive. But they have this thing up here. It says get fluid data. So, oh, I said, oh, we got an API on this thing. Hmm. All right. I don't want to build a spoken word engine, but it would be a great feature for Blueberry.com. So I clicked on this, get fluid data,
1: and guess what takes me to a contact page? That might actually be what the goal is here. Let's just create some technology and sell it.
0: Well, Excel it as a sell be, as a service. Maybe,
1: well, no, maybe what this is a startup that was created to oh, maybe. potentially sell to like uh, yeah. Google or Apple or somebody.
0: Or you if know, I, if a I
1: technology, if I want
0: our in, uh, directory indexed, and I want to have the ability to allow people to search on the website. Using uh, a mix of content search and and content search, I I, I would probably pay uh, Fluid Data, if it works, a nice monthly fee to have, let them take care of all the headache of indexing, you know, and I'll just pay the fee to get access to the API, you know, that's... you know, but that's just me. How many of those, how many clients, how many Todd clients is there for Fluid Data? There's one from Libsyn. There's one from Spreaker. There's one from Blueberry. Uh, let's see, here, four or five of us that may go over there and, you know, get an API account so our content can be searched. Yeah, yeah. So does, and, does
1: and that... what's the cost of actually generating that data, too?
0: And can you survive on you know, corporate clients. I don't know. Yeah, it's a good question. So, but you know, based yeah. on the initial searches, I'm not impressed because they, you know, I searched for my name and it, you know, it should have at least popped up my shows cause I, or these, this show, because what do we do? We introduce ourselves at the very beginning of the show. And, uh,
1: well, oftentimes, Todd, if you think about it, we we don't oftentimes say our full names either. That's true too. So, I think uh, we just say Todd and Rob. We don't. So, if they're solely relying on <clears throat> audio content as their source of data for indexing, yeah, um, then that may be where they're going sideways on this. They they need to tap into the textual metadata as well
0: and you know and this goes back to talking about transcripts you know some shows are big on transcripts and um I'm a, of the contention that transcripts done incorrectly We've, again I've talked about this dozen times on this show anyway it's been here for 50 episodes I've heard it five times already um transcripts yeah. can hurt your Google ranking if you don't do it right and most yeah. folks don't do it right yep and uh, it it is so.
1: It is what it is. Mm-hmm.
0: But sixteen million. I'm just like I'd Jeez. like. I would like to see the deck that they used to to get that money.
1: I, I'm i doing something. That's a, it's just wow. You doing something wrong, Todd?
0: I'm, I'm, I'm thinking. <laughs> uh, you know what I really want to say? I, in in you know, a. I, I want to say WTF. Where, how come they're not talking to me?
1: <laughs> Todd, are you having a little bit of a complex here? No, like, I, I'm, you're
0: just, I'm just not thinking about me. No, I'm just I'm just kind of like uh, it, it's bizarre to me. I mean, yeah. maybe not. Maybe they say okay, they're established, or you know, if they've done the research, they they don't need no money. So, and I, again, I, maybe I'm not that, looking that's for okay. money. Yeah. But sixteen men, there's, there's something we're missing, because the VCs are not stupid, are they?
1: <laughs> Probably not. No. Yeah, you know, most I would of them,
0: hope not. most of them have had successful businesses, and or maybe gotten lucky with a business.
1: It doesn't matter.
0: There's yeah. You know, they most VCs have had, have had a couple companies. That's how they get money to buy into the fund. You know, so I, I don't know. I just, it, it seems crazy to me. It really, really does. You know, and there's a lot of articles that are popping up that are ah, the best microphone for streaming and podcasting. And uh number one, the best microphone, the Blue Yeti. I love blue. This is a blue mouse. But I'm sorry. The best microphone for streaming and podcasting absolutely is not. Is not the Blue Yeti. (laughs) As much as I don't care for the ATR twenty one hundred, it's not even in this list, and it's a
1: huge. Podcasters
0: love that mic.
1: Yeah. Well, it's it's cheap, it's versatile, and it's got decent sound.
0: I used it on last week. I used it on last week's show. I'm begrudgingly saying that. You know, so,
2: I know. I
0: know. you know, you're right. It's cheap, has great sound. Oh, I can't believe I just said that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I own uh, three of them myself, so I'm I, i I'm a believer.
0: I've got uh, one in a go bag. And a lifetime warranty. But so, you know, and the and, uh, okay, uh, opinions are like, can't say it opinions are like beep everyone has one so you know it, it, you know josh that wrote this don't take this the wrong way but come on dude it, the you know did blue pay you for this and I, I love the blue team you know and if they're listening i love you guys hillary and all everyone over there um you know but it's it's a good microphone for podcasting it is not the best so yeah
1: yeah uh, that w- that would not have been <clears throat> my first choice.
0: No. no. So and the, and then there was an article I had to kind of bust on. Uh, let's see if I can find it. The whole podcasting meme came up. Podcasts. It was basically an article on Mention dot com talking about um, <laughs> podcasting the word, and I basically told the author that train is left, but you know, he wasn't really poo pooing the word podcasting. It, you know the article was just basically yeah. thinks there's a little confusion in the space about the word and
1: um, boy, I'm I'm so over that.
0: Um, uh, any, any, time, any time, even anytime time I see anything, even if the topic isn't about podcasting, shouldn't be called podcasting, and it's just a a play to get you into the article. I don't even want to read the article because I'm already my 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 like you got to be kidding me filter has went off already and
1: yeah yeah. So, I mean. <clears throat> I mean, you've been around this space a long time. Um, you'll feel the same way. I mean, it's because this topic has been coming up over and over and over and over again. And that train has left the station like five <laughs> years ago. <laughs> right.
0: But I will give Fred Jacobs some some, uh, some props. He's busting up on the radio folks a little bit. And he uh, had an article in yeah. Radio World, said, will radio get off the dime with podcasting? So uh, Fred's... Uh, Fred's yeah. throwing down, and uh, he he doesn't take him to task too hard. But uh, I do like he's got this. Um, let me show you this image. Oh, yeah. And we we need to have these made as coins. The, we we need to ask Fred if we can the, steal this. <clears throat> let me show. Well,
1: it. yeah, this whole meme with this coin kind of thing was started. I, I I don't know if it was started by Gary Leland or not, but Gary's using this for his his Bitcoin. Oh, really? Podcast stuff that he's doing. Yeah. He's he's got something like that? Yeah. Yeah.
0: We ought to come up, you know, someone that's an artist. You guys ever seen those, uh, uh, we call them challenge coins, us military guys? And uh, the origin of the challenge coin, I don't know if you know what the, the challenge is, but if you're in a bar and another military guy comes up and is talking to you and he presents his challenge coin, and you don't have yours, guess who's buying? Uh, The person without his. So very few, very, very few military guys that have uh, been around the block. Will you go into a bar? Will actually go into a bar? I mean, I went back to my hotel room and opened up my bag and pulled my challenge coin out to make sure I had a challenge coin before I went to the bar. (laughs) Because if you don't, you're buying booze. Um, So... You know, the, So these challenge coins, I, I think we ought to have someone with some artistic talents make a challenge coin, and uh, we'll have to come up with some rules. Like if you're not podcasting, if I present my challenge coin, and you're, you're thinking about podcasting and you haven't started yet, you have to buy a round of cheer or something to that effect. I don't know. I have to come up with something <laughs> stupid. <laughs> That's awesome. But, yeah, I mean, These would be cool coins to give out, I think it would, Just be fun, but they're not cheap to make. It they're about five bucks a piece. You have to order at least like two hundred and fifty of them. But again, this is just a graphics design. But someone actually came up with a yeah,
1: yeah. I used to have one here. It's a lot cheaper. It's a lot cheaper to make a graphic of it than it is to make the real thing. I used to have
0: one sitting here on the desk that was kind of my my fidget spinner. I would uh, roll it around in my hand. I guess it's not on the desk anymore, so I can't show it. But. So yeah. So anyway. So
1: did you have a, a? Yeah. Did you have an IAB call this week?
0: Yes, we did, and I know I that didn't, you,
1: didn't didn't get get me far enough along the line to. Yeah, but I took it on
0: that. I think we solved that, didn't we? You sent me you sent me a message, and I got you connected with the team over there. So hopefully, you're in now.
1: Yeah, but nothing has come, has resulted from it yet.
0: Wow! <laughs> send membership an email and like yeah. cause we're having yeah. another meeting on Monday. Oh, you're mm-hmm. okay. so the other half, well, we got about halfway through the comments on <laughs> the, in the public comments for the podcast measurement version 2.0 document. So yeah. I, I was a fly in the wall. I dialed in and muted myself and listened and let, uh, you know, let Angelo and, you know, the techies go through the, the document.
1: Um, one thing that we should talk about too here before we wrap up the show this week is um, uh, it was announced that Google had purchased a oh, yeah. podcast, well, a podcast-related app uh, called 60dB. That they're shutting down. Yeah, yeah, they're shutting down the the app itself, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've seen this pattern happen before. We saw it happen with Swell. If you look back uh, back a few years. Um, and you also have to look at the, uh, team here. I know Fred, uh, talks about it a little bit in his article, uh, from Jacob's media, but I think you have to back up and you look at the big picture of this. Um, the co-founders of this are, are former executives from, um, Netflix. Hmm. So, so you got to look at it from that perspective. They're shutting down the app. Yep. They're bringing the team on over to Google. Google already has a team working on podcasting uh, that exists in a different group because I've met with them. Yeah, um, and these guys are all about um, personalization. So uh, I think it's easy to jump to the conclusion that this acquisition by Google was all about podcasting. My Caution on that is that may not necessarily be the case. Um, uh, since they have a different team working on podcasting, these guys have an expertise in an area that may help Google play music. Just like with Swell. Swell built a podcast listening app. But what Google really want, or what Apple really wanted out of Swell was the three machine learning PhDs that were on that team. Because mm. as you have seen, th- there has not been any kind of Change to the app that was related to the swell team that happened to Apple.
2: Right, right.
1: (laughs) So um, that may be the exact case here. There's a lot of speculation that um, now since they acquired this, that (laughs) Google Play Music is going to now have a short form on-demand audio app. Um, I wouldn't say that's likely at all at this point. I don't know what you think about it, Todd.
0: Well, I, I was confused because I don't know if the Skunkworks team in Seattle is actually going to build something or if they're going to suggest something. What was your... What was they your, are. Do you yeah. think they're building or suggesting?
1: I think it's a little bit of both. I, I do think that they, they wanted to figure out what they wanted to do first. Yep. And they were clearly on the path to understanding the needs of the market. This acquisition uh, screams of a misunderstanding of the needs of the market, um, which, which tells me that, that it may not be what it appears to be. Um,
0: I, did think, uh, I did think it was an odd because I was trying to play through my head. how. Because, again, I didn't know 100% the role of the Seattle team. I didn't know if they were just coming up with the grand master plan that they're going to go to the Ba with and say, here's what we want to do and then have a separate dev team build yeah. it. If that's the case, then that fits perfect into that picture. But if the team in Seattle is going yeah. to grand think this and build it, then yeah. What is that other team for? So
1: yeah. And, and from what I understand, the, the window of time that they had to do their right. research Um Hasn't completed yet, and
0: it's, so it's quickly narrowing.
1: Yes, yes. So the timing of this doesn't make sense for this being all about creating a new podcast listening app.
0: But then again, if you have an executive that came from Netflix,
1: well, and you don't Google play, need some help.
0: Well, so. okay, so. Who's going to build the iTunes for Google equivalent?
1: Um, and well,
0: I guess Google is probably, Play is that. It's probably
1: going to be a. Comp- it's going to be a combination of Google Play team, probably, and a new app team to develop a new app would be my my guess. Hmm. So clearly, it's going to be. Um, whatever they built is clearly going to be part of Google Play. Right. But they also um, they also realize that um, Google Play to this point is kind of a failure. So uh-huh. they're they're back to the drawing board on that. Well, so yeah, which so- isn't surprising, Todd. I mean, that's that's not like groundbreaking right, information. Right, 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 right. Everybody knows that Google Play Music podcast is a failure. I mean, yeah. it's it's. I mean, it's
0: it's an abject. I I would say it was a
1: smart. I thought it was a you know a a good start, good direction for them, but it it just the follow through wasn't there, and the team disbanded, and uh, so now they're kind of regrouping and coming up with a new strategy. But the strategy of of short form on demand programming is not the direction that this team is going towards. Um, That may be part of it
0: one but thing's for sure is a 60 db
1: they, they looked at it
0: and one thing's sure they didn't acquire it for the app because the app i was trying to actually went looking for its signature it, figure, it was i mean it it's like great it's like you know of the 130 or 140 <laughs> things it's like like 127 or something like that i mean it's like it. it it's you yeah. know there's like four or five people using the app
1: <laughs> yeah, and, and that is also another sign that they didn't acquire it because of the app. Right, right. right. Um, you know, it's it's the same thing that um, happened to Swell. It's almost a carbon copy happened to Swell. Swell as an app was a failure as well. Yeah. Um, and, and so why would a company like Google <clears throat> buy a company app? Mm-hmm. First of all, it shut it down right away right yep and and why would they want that team to build another wrap no uh it doesn't make sense if it was so if it, what was the other purpose here
0: well you know who knows uh and if if That's we if we knew that we'd be rich because we could make some amazing predictions
1: <laughs> yeah they i think my personal thought is that google bought this company because they bought the talent that was there. Oh, I'm, it was it was definitely they, an acquisition.
0: It was a talent hire. What do they call that? Yeah.
1: yeah, it's an it's an ACU hire. Accu hire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. hire. Yeah,
0: yeah,
1: uh, yeah. Accu hire. Yeah, and I think all the speculation that somehow this is going to spark Google into making an app from this team. But is, I
0: don't. I didn't see I too much.
1: Bl- bl- did you see I didn't see a lot of podcasters coming to that
0: conclusion? I think everyone was kinda like, huh?
1: Yeah, well I didn't see a lot of people talking about it much at all, actually. Yeah.
0: And it, it made into a few Facebook posts, but that was it. I wouldn't yeah. have heard about it otherwise.
1: Yeah. But um Fred is talking about it as though it's gonna be a new new oh, solution yeah. for Google Play.
0: Yeah, well maybe.
1: So he didn't take it.
0: His his take on it was it wasn't for podcasting.
1: No, 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 no. He he didn't he didn't say specific podcast, but he thought that that oh. was going to be a a, a uh, more aggressive approach to Google Play Music with oh. short form on okay. demand programming, which plays into the the other agenda that's out there that sh- short form audio program is the future of podcasting.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. Boy, short, short. <clears throat> that's why a 90 minute show is never successful.
1: That's right. <laughs> That's, and that's where 90% of the advertisers spend their money is into long form programming. Uh, yes.
0: Yeah. It's, it's very hard to put two ads in a 20 minute or a six or seven minute programming. Yes. Grammar girl, you know?
1: Yeah. Exactly. Yeah.
0: Yep. So I just want to give you a little update on something I've been experimenting with. I know they've been talking about this a little bit. Let me grab one. I got some beacons out of China. And uh, in concept, these were six-channel beacons. They could send six notifications at once. And they were perfect. Oh, I, got wow. up, I got them up. I got them programmed. And then I went to register them with Google. And uh, the Google app crashed every time I tried to register them with Google. So I was like, called the company and said, hey, uh, we got a problem. <laughs> and the lady's like, oh, no, you have to use our app to configure every one of these. And I'm like, sweetheart, this app is going to be sitting somewhere where I cannot touch it. <laughs> so, it, you know, I have to be able to control the, loca- the, the, the notification data. Um, from a thousand miles away, and I get this like, you know, his head. <laughs> are you kidding? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, why did I think? You know, I told you I was going to buy a thousand of these. Do you think? Do you think I'm going to have a thousand of these in my house or in a in a single business? Uh, and so they are completely their their scale on. So I'm hoping they're going to issue me a software fix. Otherwise, these will go in the
1: trash. <laughs> are you gonna return them? <laughs> and,
0: I mean, not to China. No, I just you know call it a failed experiment. Oh, not to China. No, okay, no. So these are big. Hey, look at the comparison, the two size comparisons. These are the, this is the one company they've been using. But this is the, you know, the size is. Dramatic. Why do
1: they need to be so much bigger? <laughs> uh, I, mean, I think
0: it's just the packaging. The inside's the same, except for it'll do more channels. So. Uh-oh. But but you know here's the thing if I en- if I enabled all six channels um it it wouldn't be good because it'd be sending six messages to a phone within you know within near it and that's just like spam and so I figured maybe two at the most but you know, my goal was to save some money on beacons but uh, for uh-huh. now for now we'll go with the other way but anyway more on beacons later Ryan is uh uh-huh. Ryan Gray's got some beacons deployed at a conference this weekend ten so i'm looking forward to seeing his report on how it how it went yeah yeah that'd be good yeah a lot of fun all right what else in the in the stock Um, what
1: else is going on
0: you know it's a lot of just standard articles i didn't see too much otherwise news wise or acquisitions or anything like that a lot of People doing articles on how small companies should have their own podcasts. It's you know, a lot of the same. Um, there's an event coming up in Phoenix, though, that's being run by Chuck Tomasi. Do you remember Chuck?
1: I do. Yeah.
0: And uh, I was trying to see if I could find a date for that. It's in the next week or so. So it's a, a one day training session down there events 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 there it is can i find it yeah anyway i'll see if i can find it put in the show notes if you're in phoenix uh, uh that's an event podcast or event then of course fincon is coming up and then the neb new york is next week so uh, angela will be in new york city uh, wednesday thursday friday or wednesday afternoon thursday and friday oh. Okay. So, if anyone is in uh, NYC and uh, want to hook up with Angelo, just uh, give me a holler, and I'll see if he has time in his schedule. So he's—I'm kind of excited for him. He gets to do uh, what I usually do in New York. He gets to go meet with all our clients and <laughs> and uh, put. I'm saying you're going to New York for any B to be on a one-hour panel. Uh, I, I've got some work for you. <laughs> <laughs> So I, am
1: Todd, Todd, are you going to to PodCon? I,
0: I think, can't remember. I think I am. Yes, you are. I'm, okay. I'm pretty sure I am. That date is what December ninth and tenth. Ninth and tenth. Yeah, I, I, I'm feeling my schedule is going to allow that. So okay. Yeah, I'll probably fly in. Uh, maybe <clears throat> the morning of the ninth. I don't know. I have to look at i think there's a direct flight out of here to seattle and then uh yeah i'll probably come back on monday but i don't know i'll, I'll look at my schedule but for sure i'll I'll, I'll be there i don't know when i'm going to get in and get out that's the thing it sucks about being in hawaii is it's just just no easy time to fly you know it uh and where i don't burn a couple extra days i can't be like you and get on an airplane in the morning and have a meeting in la in the afternoon and fly home that just doesn't work
1: yeah you know yeah well it's it's a long flight for you flying over here
0: so the question then rob is we haven't found anything what's uh what's new with the uh with the merger how's the merger going any uh any good things to share any any juicy stuff well Juicy oh, stuff. Oh, oh, I saw uh, something. What did I see? Oh, I tweeted it. It was funny. You got called. Oh, go ahead. Tell me what's going on, and I'll find it.
1: Oh, um, oh, I think you're talking about the Star Wars, right? Yeah, the, yeah, that was it. Was that classic. popped up on on Twitter. Yes, yeah, with the Pod Vader. Yeah. Yes. So so, so what is happening? So anyway, what's what's going on well we're just uh actually it's all official now um we're we're all a merged company francesco's taken charge of the company and and he's uh he's he's leading both teams right now so wow. we're we're you know that's fairly recent that that really happened um officially so there's been some changes to the staffing and the organization so um There's a different CTO and certain people on the Blackhawk radio side are not with the company anymore. Oh. Uh, Oh. So, so there's, there's other things happening. So, you know, uh, Francesco is, is making it happen. So we're, we're blending things together and pulling teams together and people are working together. We're doing all joint calls now. Um, So things are, things are starting to really um, move forward quickly. So, so did So uh,
0: Pod Vader's still there. Yep, and of course that's Jay Soderberg for those of you that don't know. Uh, so yes. all of us old, old school guys, and he is the real Pod yep. Vader. <laughs> he
1: is the Pod Vader. Yes, he is. Yeah, yeah he's the he's the head of content now okay. for the company. So. So, of course, he was the head of content for Block Talk Radio, so it wasn't like a big change for him.
0: Okay, now uh, you, you guys are going to love this. Let me read this tweet. <laughs> this came. This was something. The social media person at Block Talk Radio. Who, who controls? that? Is that uh, who has? Who, who is, was that that? Is that? I'm not
1: sure who that is over there. I think it's probably it's probably a combination of a couple people. I think it's Jay and I think uh, Amy okay. over there. So here's the post:
0: a new dynamic duel. But if he's the real Pod Vader, does that make At Rob Greenley the Emperor? No, that's At the Basque. Really, isn't a corollary there? Rob Greenley says about to go live with the Spreaker live show with Pod Vader, a Block Talk radio now at Spreaker. No, Alex, this week something. So anyway, you replied, I am the Luke Skywalker of. Of Spreaker, as I am a I'm rogue leader of the Rebel Podcaster Alliance with At Geek News, and I just thought, "Oh my God, Luke!" So, so you are Luke Skywalker now? Oh my God, Rob! <laughs> you're gonna piss some you're well, gonna I'll, you're
1: gonna piss some Star Wars people off. <laughs> well, it was also mentioned that I was the Chewbacca as well. Oh, and the Chewbacca!
0: <laughs> oh, that's that's more
1: appropriate. Yeah. <laughs> the,
0: oh. <laughs> That is actually Oh dude, you shouldn't have said that.
1: That's, so I just need to grow my beard a little longer. Rawr, yeah.
0: Rawr. <laughs>
2: rawr, rawr.
1: I can't do it. I, I just don't have the guttural voice. Oh. I have a deep voice, but not that deep. Oh,
0: that's funny. That's <laughs> funny. I have I have a yeah. character in mind for me, but I am not going to announce it because it'll just be uh, um It'd be, it'd be like, oh God, this guy's got an ego and a half. So,
1: <laughs> well, Todd, yeah, <laughs> be what it is, right? Yeah, yeah,
0: that's true. But anyway, so good. It, the merger's going good over there. That's fantastic. Yep. And uh, so, it's that has to be. Uh, so, new yeah. name, joint yeah. company name. Uh, you know what's uh, what? What's coming? Anything?
1: The well, the new company, the new merge company's name is Spreaker Holdings.
0: Oh, okay. So you're going to run everything still under Spreaker and Blog Talk? Then.
1: Yeah. Oh, uh, you smile. Well, Blog Talk. <laughs> Blog Talk Radio is not necessarily going away, but it's not going to be the, the, the lead front brand, as they say. Oh. Okay. So. Plus, there's also another brand that's going to be uh, coming out too.
0: Oh, so another brand that's going to come out.
2: Hmm,
1: well, it's already been out there a little bit, so it's not 100% new. It's called it's called Vox Nest. Vox Nest? Yes. Voxnest. Voxnest. Yes. V O X N E S T. Existed before. Um, before the the merger, so uh-huh. it was more more part of Block Talk Radio.
0: <clears throat> oh. so this is your advertising arm of these entities. Yes. <clears throat> okay. Anything? Is this going to expand? Or anything you can say?
1: You're being so uh, cryptic here. <laughs> Is there anything you can say?
0: <laughs> no. The Not quite n- yet. No, you can't say anything. So,
1: huh. Well, I don't want to get into details quite yet. So,
0: Generate your RSS feed, migrate from your current provider of the ease, or generate RSS feeds from scratch. Reserved, unlimited hosting. Hmm. Oh, <laughs> I see. Uh-huh. All right. Well, now uh, you've just opened up a uh can gonna, of worms. Can of worms. I'm going to have to start digging around. So, it's okay.
1: <laughs> no, there'll be plenty of time to talk about this. Oh, okay. Well,
0: I'm looking. Oh, so we Oh. Oh. Hmm. And oh, good. You
1: And you may not be happy.
0: <laughs> oh, it's okay.
1: But that's okay. It's you, okay. You,
0: you know, I'm building stuff right now, too, so it's okay.
1: I, I know you are. <laughs> We're all building the stuff right now. Yeah. Uh,
0: yep. That's right.
1: <laughs> always. Yes.
0: All right. You know, competition's good. It's always good.
2: Uh,
1: you know, actually, a lot of these things are usually pretty compatible with our our, our competitors. Right. Because we kind of take a little different twist than what you do, yeah, and Rob takes takes a little bit of a different twist on Lipson, and yeah, and so we all cater to our little individual markets, and everybody is uh is kept alive, yeah, based on doing that.
0: Well, you know, another thing too is that you know i i I keep saying that uh, there's a time for injection. And, uh, you know, you guys were a little ahead of the gun or blog talk was a little ahead of the gun on programmatic. So, uh, Yeah. you know, I understand that, but I'm, I'm also of the, of the, of the concern. And it continues to be the concern that programmatic is not without challenge and without the, oh, sure. you know, agreed. And there's a, you know, there's a hard reality coming to podcasting. I think there's going to end up being four tiers of 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 advertising is going to be available in the space and um only four yeah i think there's four (laughs) four different sponsor tiers in other words kind of money you can get out of a a sponsorship you know with uh you know the gold standard being host endorsed uh uh, yeah you know that that's the gold and then everything from there goes starts you know downward spiral goes down yeah it goes down (laughs) yeah dollar wise. So though we
1: have seen uh some um uh, some trend lines that have, sh- have shown that if done right it doesn't necessarily have to uh, dive that much. Oh, I agree with you it's it, it it does dip. Yeah. And there's really no no way to avoid it. It's yep. just how how steep is the dip is the is what we're all battling here.
0: Yeah, so if we can keep it uh 12 to 15 um on programmatic at the bottom level, I think we can all jump for joy if we can keep it at that level. If it goes much yeah. lower than that, then we're it's going to be there's going to be significant well, I, challenges.
1: Yeah, well, I think where it's uh, propped up and kept um, higher is based on targeting. Uh, well, that's so, probably true too. But
0: but then again, when you're targeting, yeah. there's more. There's not as much inventory, so you that's true. You trade off. Uh, that's true. You know, That's you true. might as well have gotten six and get a hundred percent of your audience, and gotten twelve and been at twenty percent of your audience,
1: yeah, or yeah. fifteen. Or but 20. you're also gonna 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 be able to tap into um, a, a broader range of advertisers too. Yeah. So, but it, you know, but you're right. It's it it's a um, the more you splinter your audience into targeted groups, the smaller the individual a- a- advertiser buy. Um, turns out to be right
0: yeah and it's you know and, and then again it has to end up being self-serve it can't be you can't be the point where that's managed because when you're at that low of cpm it's it costs you more to manage it, it than anything else
1: then it's worth to yep. run the campaign right Yeah.
0: so yeah. it's like coming in the shopping cart and clicking buy 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 and then it's so here's here's the reality podcasters and you know rob's already given we, we've already discussed what they've got they're going to have a programmatic system that buyers can go in and buy podcasts and you take the ads. That's what's coming. (laughs) And Rob Rob didn't say it, but that's what it is. And ultimately we'll probably do the same thing, but uh, you know, I'm not, you know, I I don't know. It's, it, it, it is not without challenge.
1: Yeah. But it, but it may ultimately be the, the pathway to scale this business too. so And it's also the pathway is, for brand. For yeah,
0: brand everything. For brands
1: to come in. Yep. Yeah. For brands to come in. What we still need to work on is um, the creative side. Right. Um, oh, yeah. Being able to, is to get those folks to be thinking a little differently than they have in the past. The, about how to, to add content. The podcasters or the media buyers? No, no. The media buyers. Well, I think or, there's... Or, uh, well, no, the the brands. Oh. The brands themselves. Well, I, I and think... And be more open to uh, letting go of control. Oh.
0: Here's, just for the podcasters that are listening, and we're going to have a blog post about this, so this is not anything secret. Um, if you're not... If you don't have advertising now... These are the steps that you need to start executing immediately. And I'm serious about this. If you want to have a future where there is going to be advertising in your show that is going to pay you some revenue, and it could be at full scale, it could be anywhere from the top CPMs down to what we hope is the low line, Number one, bucks. yeah. Number one, you need to start running an ad in your show now, and practicing Keep, this this art of creating yeah. an ad in your show. Yeah, you need to do this now. Start today. I don't care what you go go over to Commission Junction, sign up, find some product that you love, run that as your ad yeah. in your show. <clears throat> number yeah. two, you, you gotta
1: need, gotta, yeah. gotta exercise that muscle.
0: That's right. Number two, you yep. need to have a sampler ready. 30 seconds before your show, the ad, 30 seconds after the ad, you need to have a, a sampler ad that you're proud of ready. Number three, yep. um, you only get good running ads when you're running, really running ads, so you have to run ads. Okay, That's going back to point number one. <laughs> and finally, um, in, mentally in your head as you're doing your show, you need to place marker spots in your show saying, that had have been a good spot for an ad. You need to have a little scribble note on your desk or on your table or in your closet wherever you're recording your show that says at 10 minutes and 45 seconds thereabouts was a good place for an ad. And then when you get done with your show, you go back to that spot and you say, where exactly is that? And is there a couple of seconds in there? of a gap where a show can be jacked in or could be inserted in. If there isn't, put a little padding in there, make it just a little bit wider, and then say on episode 162 at 10 minutes, 45 seconds, decimal 22.7, that's where I want, if I get an ad in the future, injected in my back catalog. If you do those four things, if you start doing those four things today, you are going to be set up well for the future, but if you don't do those four things, you're going to be 90 days behind a year from now when the programmatic is even hot and heavier. Would Rob do? You agree or?
1: Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think those are all good good points as ways to kind of uh, prep yourself prep. for what's coming. And, and give you, um, what you need to be able to just say, yeah, sign me up yep. versus I've got to go back and do all this prep on my show. I've got to change my scripts and I got to change my archives and I got to, before I'm ready. Yeah. And, 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 you know, start taking track now, run a spreadsheet, have that spreadsheet loaded
0: in, you know, um, And we're probably going to even come out with some guidelines on some things that you can maybe put in your ID3 tags and stuff like that. And this isn't this, you don't have to be hosting with Blueberry, and probably you won't have to be hosting with Spreaker or Blog Talk Radio either. But we're all going to be competing for your business. So there is going to be, um, or competing for ad space in your shows. Um, so, you know, you don't even need to be relatively even hosting with, one of those providers to participate in advertising deals with the way the future's coming and how these technologies are going to be um, employed but um,
1: that's a little bit of what boxness is about yeah so,
0: yeah. yeah so um so rob uh, great minds think alike
1: yes <laughs> well <laughs> you've been in synchronicity for many years here at the yes Fox, we have
0: so. So this is, you know, this is, you know, coming the end of the show, but uh, this is probably the most valuable data you're going to get out of the podcast today is um, you, you need to be, you need to be prepared for the future for what doesn't exist today <laughs> or wasn't, isn't as readily available today.
1: Or, or even readily understood. In the right.
0: today. and Damn, we just, you know, maybe we ought to cut this whole section out, Rob. So, yeah, yeah. but
1: anyway, that. There's going to need to be um, whole sessions at Podcast Movement on this topic um, this next year, so it's going to be an important topic to keep talking about. Yeah. So uh,
0: you know, I think from a from a prep standpoint, five thousand or so of you, are, you know what you need to do now, and um, so yeah, it's it's going to be a fun space. It's going to be fun. We'll see. We'll mm-hmm. see what happens. And we're going to keep moving the ball forward here. Because if if we do truly grow to a billion-dollar market, if we get past this 220, 250 mark, um, let's say we go to 500 next year, holy crap, watch out. Do you think we're going to go to 500 next year, Rob? I don't
1: know. It's it's so hard to tell right now yeah. what's going to happen. I, um, I think
0: we're going to hit the two twenty two fifty. And matter of fact, some people think we're yeah. already there.
1: Yeah,
0: that's yeah, good. So question. I think
1: if you look at um, what's what's happening with the broadcast radio side, they've got um, they're getting billions of dollars. Billions. I mean, so billions. Billions. When does that? start to head over to the side of the of the fence as they say there was something Uh,
0: that the mid-roll team put out at it was a really good comment um lex had a statement damn can i find it oh i mean it was like i shook my head i was doing like this you know boing 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 yes 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 uh what the heck uh was it in the news section
1: I'm in the wrong. Todd, we've got to grow overall audience in the medium. That's that's how, how we're going to get there.
0: Well, I I know that
1: that's going to create create the inventory.
0: But the the that, they they he said something about. Um, let me scroll yeah. up here, see if I can find this. He made a comment to the media buyers that are basically spending money in radio right now on yeah. on why they need to be in. Podcasting and what they're missing if they're not. Can I find this? It was really good, I'll be honest with you. Um shoots. But it was, was definitely it
1: what an article that he was quoted in?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I should have
1: had it was probably from last week. Uh,
0: yeah, it wasn't that maybe it was that long ago, but you know, there's so much news that pops into these auto feeds <laughs> that provide you. Um, way back, I don't think it was that far back. Anyway, I asked, but anyway, his his contention was that who's listening to our shows is a disconnected audience. They're largely cut. They're big-time cord cutters. They are listening to a lot of our content. They're not listening to the radio. They're missed. They're a missed demographic. So yeah. our, our listeners are a missed demographic, and the they're not here. When I was at my mom's. She had the TV on. We we're watching some program. And I was like, Well that was interesting I mean and she's like, Well that ad's been running a year and I'm like pff, pff, I didn't I didn't know, you know? And there was yeah. I saw some ads on TV that I I, I don't see. I, I literally I, I because I'm part of this podcast listening demographic if I watch T V it's it's pre recorded and I fast forward through yeah. any ad
1: every commercial every
0: yeah. commercial is fast forward and, and I yeah. I don't listen to any of this stuff and so and I was like wow that was pretty good creative or and I was really kind of like wow that was a good ad you know and because yeah. you know you, you're you in my position you start like psychoanalyzing this stuff right and uh, <laughs> but I hadn't listened I have not watched TV so it, it kind of brought to home that he was exactly right our listeners are disconnected from the majority of mainstream advertising, and uh we're yeah. sitting on a gold mine of of people that love our our shows and want to support us so anyway yeah. we're we're long
1: huh. yeah oh, I just wanted to to lastly mention before we wrap here that the the women gathered this this week oh that's down in right. l a yeah I wonder how that went for. For the Work It yep. conference.
0: Did you tune into any of the sessions?
1: No, I didn't actually. I didn't know they were even streaming. Yeah, they, were, they that so, was the, how they
0: suggested the guys
1: attend. Oh, okay. I guess I missed out on that then. Shoot. In, any?
0: Did you hear any rumblings? I saw a few social posts on it.
1: I don't think he, did it. I don't think any guys went, right?
0: Well, I, I don't know, but I saw a few social postings, basically people talking about it, but I heard really nothing out of the conference itself. Of course, I wasn't following their hashtag. i will have to go look for their hashtag and see what, uh, you know, look at the, the archive of what they were talking about.
1: Yeah, I I, I didn't hear a lot about it either, but uh, I, I'm i sure it was a great event Yeah. down there.
0: Hey, just as a reminder, before we go here, com forward slash live, we do have a new chat box. It's called Chat Roll. And for those of you that do live stuff, it's a pretty good chat box. So uh, feel free to come over there. I know many of you participate in Facebook as well. But anyway, that's, let's get out of here. Um, you can reach me. Okay, I know I got to. Yeah. Todd at Blueberry.com or you can uh, follow me on Twitter at Geek News. Rob?
1: Uh, you can f- follow me on Twitter as well, or at, at Rob Greenley, and uh, you can certainly send me an email, uh, Rob at Spreaker dot com. That would be uh, the place to get a hold of me as well.
0: Um, so, but uh, we want to thank you for hanging out with us today, and uh, as we've uh, shared insider information and lectured and did whatever else we did today, so uh, we definitely <laughs> appreciate you. I'm I'm here. I'm not going anywhere anytime soon. So, are you good for next Saturday, Rob? Yeah. Oh all right. beautiful. Yeah. Same same time, same bat channel. We'll be back um, again. Right. Everyone, awesome, everyone. Thanks for Great. being here. We'll see you next week on the New Media Show. Everyone,
2: take care. Bye bye.